This week on Zen and Not Zen. A good friend, Danny, um, he's 25, so he's a bit younger than us. Yeah. The only reason why I bring up his age is because he's a bit younger than us, and he has to explain to me a lot of this newer shit. Yeah, what's he saying these days? Well, so there's a new one. It's like it's saying in response to something, he actually had to explain it, and I guess he needs to explain it to me again, but you can just respond with bet, B-E-T. Oh, yeah. That's what the fuck south. is What bet. the fuck is that? What the fuck is that shit? You bet. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh God. Bet. Okay. Yeah, that dude. We've been saying that south since the nineties, man. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's dirty south. Okay. This guy. What's wrong with that? Zen. Fuck you. And not Zen. Welcome back to Zen Ooh, and Not Zen. Smooth. Yes. Smooth. Yes. I am half of your host, Adam. Half. And this is. Robin. Hey, all right. Okay. That was actually good. That was probably ah. one of the better ones we've done. <laughs> Fuck. I know. I felt bad after the last one. I was editing it the other day, and I was like, and I'm your host. Fuck, I'm not your host. I'm half your host. The fuck is oh, this? I, oh, like, yeah. That's the last week I did that. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, oh. That was my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in zone from previous podcasting and shit. Ah, <sighs> it's okay. Yeah. Welcome back, man. How you been? Been good, man. Been yeah. good. Been good. We act like we haven't just been bullshitting know, for the last just, hour. Yeah. Like, oh, I've been good. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's not pretend there. You know, yeah. we literally did that. I know, yeah. Did that. Well, it's always good to see you, though. You I know, appreciate Chris you saying. Well, no, that, that goes without saying. Yeah. It goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah, we always uh, we always do a little catch-up downstairs before we, uh, and we get nice and stoned before we get upstairs, you know. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No, spoiler alert. That's why we get the hot fire out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that laugh is really fooling a lot of people, too. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> oh, fuck. So today... Hot our, fire uh, would be an example, actually, of Caliente today. Caliente Fuego. Would Fuego. be an example of the tangent of today. It is, actually. Hot wow. fire hot or fire. fire would be... Mm-hmm. Fire would be one that came to mind, actually, when right, we were talking right, about yeah. what, we're, what we are about to attempt to talk about. Yes. Boom, dude. You fucking Boom. draw that out. Draw yeah, that out. Draw it out. Granted, draw it granted out. anyone who's actually listening to this, in theory, actually knows what we're going to talk about. So there's no suspense there yeah. maybe we'll do one where we're like we're not gonna tell you well you know i the one oh. uh we didn't uh, we didn't really announce the cereal topic until about 30 minutes in and then we didn't really talk about cereal until you circled back to count chocula so yeah yeah we're staying on par we're on we're on tar we're on target yeah. for for our randomness of tangents yeah yeah uh, speaking of staying on par I actually bought uh three bags of golf balls at goodwill yesterday and i'm ah, going to hit them this yeah. is not environmentally friendly i was going to hit them into the water oh are you gonna fuck a blowhole man no no i mean you see yeah it's funny cancel culture we haven't canceled seinfeld for that episode oh craver out there just who wants to have golf fun <laughs> uh just hey just to be fair not everybody's on the cancel culture That's it fair. might be the trendy thing right now but not everybody's hashtag not everybody's, hashtag, hashtag. Yeah, good shit. Not down with it. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's about what's up, what's up with the golf balls? You just bought some golf balls. I'm gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna fucking hit them into the. There you go. Ocean. Andy, uh, my my <laughs> brother. Puget Sound, uh, I guess Hood Canal. Yeah. Is gonna get a bunch of fucking. I saw a couple pinnacles. <laughs> couple range balls. Couple orange ones. Yeah. My uh, my brother goes and hits golf balls off the side of the mountain in Rainier. Yeah. Just like launches them. Oh. He's sore. Even it was actually really it, funny it because matter. the uh, the uh, attractive female behind the counter. It's imperative that I leave that part in. Yes, totally. You know, yes. to respect Please. beauty. Yes, you you're, need you're, to... 
your your gender bias or your what what would that be your subjective uh, uh, objective. I'm objective. Obje- I'm, that would be objective. It would I'm be objective. so objective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the attractive female cashier actually goes, you know, because that was all I had was three golf balls. I almost uh, almost bought the board game Taboo for the second time. Oh yeah, okay. For the second time, we got that I, right here. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the other thing is I'm not sure where my copy of Taboo is, and it's probably at the place where I. We'll what, play Taboo like, again. So it's like, why would I buy another copy? of? Th- anyway, I digress. Um, did you buy the Taboo? I didn't. It okay, was actually yeah. only like three bucks, too, which oh, is wow. funny. Um, but she goes, oh, golf ball. She's like, uh, do you play golf? Or are you just trying to, are you just buying these to just smash into the neighbor's yard or whatever? Because <laughs> what she says to me, she's probably like 24, 25 or something. Good for her. And I just go, no, I actually golf, but those are to smash into the neighbor's yard and I'm like actually even when I golf they kind of end up in the <laughs> neighbor's yard also <laughs> oh man that's great yeah I was golfing in Puyallup one time and I did have a tee shot that literally hit a, hit the roof of a condo it was, oh. it was like nice uh-huh. one of those nice you're like okay cool yep. so I'll take a drop over here like <laughs> at the next yard over like the guy knows you fucking hit his house but you're like at the next house. No, no, it was, uh... <laughs> wasn't me. I there's a there's a street that runs parallel to like the 14th hole on West Seattle. That's uh, that I've shanked a couple balls into and either hit cars or come very very close uh, to hitting cars. I uh, was doing the pitch and putt at Green Lake, yeah. and I uh, I think it's the third hole or whatever is literally parallel with that Green Lake Drive or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. And literally it goes over the fence, and literally I watched it fucking hit the pavement and bounce over a car as a car was driving <laughs> as a car is driving towards it, it literally i watch it go the guy totally saw it. the driver in the car saw all yes. this there's no way there's no way the driver in the car didn't see it but oh, literally just great. fucking bounced over the car and yeah. like went. i'm like okay that couldn't have gone any better than, like like literally cartoon shit that is fantastic Ugh, fuck i was by myself Oh man! Yeah, I was like, I'll just do the Green Lake thing by myself. Yeah, I can do that. God, (laughs) I can cause a multi-car accident. Yep, there you go. It's like, and like I, yeah, it was funny. It was like it was actually a pretty good hit too, but it was obviously way off to the left. But it's just like I was obviously hitting it way too fucking hard. Also, if I got (laughs) that much loft, I mean, shit went like. Because they have they they do have nets on the side. Of the, oh, the not, not 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 they had a fence, but it's oh, not okay, like okay. not one of those like hundred foot nets. That no, goes up there. I mean it's <clears throat> an errant shot will go over there, but like where I went, I mean it like had to go up and then travel for it to like land and then bounce over another car. It's yeah. like I. Was, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. we actually uh, we we never actually said what the topic was. Yeah, no. We, yeah, we just I, I don't even it. remember what it's called. I know what we're going to talk about, but I don't. I don't remember what it's actually called. Oh, regional slang. Regional slang. Yeah, regional slang. Like pop. Pop. Yeah, pop. That's a good one, man. Soda yeah. pop. Yeah, soda pop. So uh, myself, I, I grew up in uh, in Texas. I was born in Detroit, but I only lived there for a few months. You oh, know, I, so didn't, I, don't... I actually didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Detroit, um, but literally Dallas. My, he was uh, from Detroit. Yeah. But uh, we, I think we moved to Texas when I was six months old. So my older brother is two years older than me. So he lived for about two years in Dallas or Detroit. We all moved down to Texas, and then more or less, I grew up in the Houston area for the next twenty years. You know, uh, you're from this area. You're from Washington. Yeah, I grew up in Bellevue. Yeah, Bellevue, affluent right. suburb of Seattle. Right, right. So, yeah. 
Um, and so, you know, we are very like have a lot of very strong opinions of where we're from and that we've grown up, you know, with the dialect from where from. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we both travel too, you know, so we've, we've heard dialect from other areas and slang and, uh, and different things. And it's just, you know, it's so fun to kind of like listen to. And even now the new slang that's coming out and the new kind of oral slang for the most part, I'll just say sounds kind of fucking stupid, but I think the newer slang sounds even more stupid. And that sounds, sounds like grumpy old man shit. I'll say that. I, I, I agree. And I agree. And I, and I, and I have to check myself because it's, it's one of those things that I don't, I thought tight I, sounded fucking stupid. Yeah, Still do. Right. But you know, so with, with the slang that's coming out now with like fashion, things like that, the thing I have to remind myself is like, I'm not the kids that are being influenced by the things that they're being influenced in, right? So, like, when we were kids, we were watching, like, Nickelodeon and Married with Children and, like, shit like that, right? So, Uh, we were influenced by, like, the stuff that we watched, the stuff that we listened to. Our pre-show meeting, we talked about both those things. We did talk about both those things. David Faustino and uh, all that good stuff. Steve Rhodes. Yeah, man. Steve Rhodes. Yeah, deep cut on Steve Rhodes. But, you know, like the kids now, you know, like they have TikTok, they have, so they have access to vast amounts of fashion and style. Ted McGinley and, played Jefferson Darcy. Oh, there you go. Right? Deep. There you go. That's even deeper. It's <laughs> very deep. Uh, but, you know, dialogue from like different countries, right? Yeah. You know, there people can watch TikTok and they go watch like, you know, uh, whatever the hell, Snapchat and all this shit. Are you on TikTok? No, I'm not on TikTok. I'm man. not on TikTok. No, my, my social media is Instagram and Facebook. I've been thinking about jumping onto a uh, clubhouse. The fuck is that? It's a uh, man. That's that new Uber conservative platform, right? That's you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. All, all just talking about oh, like right wing stuff, man. Oh, you guys can't mm-hmm. see. You guys can't see this. Yeah. Is, I gotta describe I'm this. A, I'm waving a flag right for, now. For, for, for the uh, for the joys of radio, I gotta describe. <laughs> he's not. He's he's being dramatic. He's not waving anything, but his his body language changed dramatically <laughs> when I asserted that he would be going on to some conservative platform. <laughs> It's no, like uh, easy going. Yeah. He 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 became a little not zen, dare I say? Yes, yes. How dare you, Robin? Fuck. Uh, no, Clubhouse is a uh, it's a it's basically like a live podcast platform. You know, you have people that go on there uh, from all walks of life uh, that have different rooms you can go into. You can start your own room. So, like, say we would go in there, and we would start a room about you know shenanigans, right? And people can come in, and we're talking about shenanigans. They could start to call in, and we could you know they could raise their hand. They want to talk about shenanigans. We could call on them. So the cool thing about it is like a lot of these people that are starting these rooms are people like Elon Musk or people that like Bill Gates or you know uh, people that have talk motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. Right, cool people to talk about. Right, talk to. They got great ideas. Right, and so but it it's giving approachability to these people because you can talk to and you can wave your hand and hey hey Bill Gates I have a question for you and Bill Gates will ask you know hey what's your question so it's giving people an opportunity to have real time conversations with people that maybe they look up to or have had some success that they're looking towards so it's a cool cool opportunities but also it's like you or I could get on there and do this right you, you're, we can get on there we could start our own little chat room remember or whatever that, the hell it is remember that remember that uh, scene on Family Guy where the guy had like the Kiss public access show he's like alright welcome to Kiss show or whatever let's take a call <laughs> and the guy calls like Kiss rock alright alright good call good, good call, call. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. take another call <laughs> modern day clubhouse I want to rock and roll all night and party have a, all have a really, really good, good time, time. <laughs> But uh, when she was telling me about it, she said the first uh, the first clubhouse thing that she got on, uh, she said like everybody was talking at the same time and you couldn't really understand. Yeah, and I'm like, it sounds like the party line from the '90s. 
You know, I never really did any of those. But you remember the commercials? Like, do you like to party? Are you doing anything uh, on Tuesday well, I night? Remember, I remember. Well, that sounds like that live link shit where you could call in to you know try to get some get some shasha. Well, this is there were versions of that too. The nine hundred numbers, but, but I this remember, is for the teens. Well, I remember. I, I mean, back in I want to say middle school, we used to fuck around with three way calling where you could do yeah. the uh, if you hang up and then. Oh shit, dude! How did you even do that? You yeah, hit, hit flash. You hit flash. You'd hit flash if you had a handheld phone, right. but you could you could hit if you could just tap a quick it, hang up, quick yeah. hang up, or Dial you could it. do was it four one four one one was in from a six one one. It was one of those numbers would do a three way call. It cost money to do it. Was it. Like it was star like star six seven or something like star that. Star six or? seven was like the uh, was that the caller ID or like the call someone back if it's call, a busy star sixty nine was call right call back the person that just called you. Before we had what was the busy signal one? ID. One where it's like it would keep calling if it was busy. Oh, I don't remember that one actually. I think that was one of those. Oh shoot, I don't remember that star one. Star sixty nine. What was star six? Star, star sixty nine oh, was like called the the person that back. Star just six seven you. randomized your number. We used to do that before we oh, prank call people. That's right? Yeah, we used you to prank that. call yeah. people. It was like the the early VPN oh, shit. Oh god, dude. Yeah, because now it's like anyone who's like stealing shit on Pirate Bay, they yeah. like use a VPN right. thing to change yep. to spoof their IP or whatever. Right. So it's like I'm in fucking Scandinavia right yeah. now, downloading Ernest Goes to Jail. I, you know, I only did the uh, I only did the prank call like maybe maybe a dozen times like we but i remember the first time i did it and i call i prank called no, i didn't prank call but i called a pizza place and was getting pizzas delivered to a friend's house right and i was like it's like 12 and i was like maybe if you get 10 pizzas delivered to my to to joe joe smith's house and they're like what's his what's what's your address and i'm like why do you need my address while getting all paranoid and yeah. shit, you know, I didn't solely think it through. I'm just like, I saw it on TV, like, you know. They're like, stupid, dumb like, we kid. need your address to deliver the pizzas. And I was like, oh, yeah, I what about uh, the money? What money? Yeah, I don't to have pay the... for your pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It totally blew up my face. Like, I didn't didn't expect it. I didn't know the dude's address. Yeah, I was trying to set it If only had a VCR yeah, where the angels with even filthier souls queued up, I yeah. could yeah. answer all these questions. Yeah. Tell you what I'm gonna do for you, snakes. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. Is wow, I like how that guy became was that what is that? New York Italian? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm limited with what I what, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. I got, man. Everyone who knows Adam knows he's quite the, he's known for his voices am, and impersonations. You know, uh, big man shout out thousand. to Madison. Madison, I, I used to just sit at her and be like, Okay, give me a German vampire and she would just throw it out yeah, there. Yeah, she you know, could do that. Like, oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, love that. Very talented woman. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so, so what, what is some of your, so we talked, so where I mean, this is came this, up is this was regional. I mean, I don't know if, we, I mean, so soda pop or pop in particular or Coke, Coke would be when I so, one. okay, we'll go to that one. So th- that's regional, but are we just going to talk slang? Cause that's, let's talk slang, man. I think that's kind of more what I was, you know, yeah, re- regional slang, man. Cause I, well, it, is it regional though? I don't know if I, don't I think know if, it is because hella is a thing that y'all say up here that yeah, you hate. I fucking I hated that. That was, that's not a thing in the South. Used to, as a, it, it, I begrudgingly say like hecka as my like oh, way, to, yeah. way to protest that. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Stick it to the man. Yeah, that was yeah. that was Robin Prag back on what ninety seven sticking it to the man. Yeah, it's heck of lame. Yeah. yeah, probably said that. I can see that. Actually, oh. I almost want to say I said that. Yeah, like would bet a lot of money that that exact phrase to someone that just said hella. 
Yeah. Who was probably three times my size and didn't approve of anything else I was saying. I probably fucking <laughs> called that person out like that. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, true story. Yeah. I, <laughs> Almost uh, certain that happened. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hecka lame. Hecka lame, man. Yeah, it's hecka yeah, sweet. Nev- it's hecka sweet that guy didn't fucking lay me out in this hypothetical. Right. Exactly. Well. Well, I've never, yeah, I never heard that before I moved up here. I moved up here in 2000, like, yeah, I, I, 2000, well, 2001. People saying tight and shit back in the day. That's her tight, yep, most definitely. I, I hated that one. Yep. Hated my my one. brother was the first one that introduced that to me. I think I said that tight. on a previous one was tight. Um, but yeah, my brother introduced that to me. But that, and I was, I was resistant to that one at first. I was like, no. Like, so, to, like kind of like your hecka. I was like, fuck loose. Fuck yeah, you. I was, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I ended up adopting it. So totally did. a good friend, Danny, um, he's 25, so he's a bit younger than us. Yeah. The only reason why I bring up his age is because he's a bit younger than us, and he has to explain to me a lot of this newer shit. Yeah, what's he saying these days? Well, so there's a new one. It's like it's saying in response to something, he actually had to explain it, and I guess he needs to explain it to me again, but you can just respond with bet, B-E-T. Oh, yeah. That's, what the, that's fuck, is, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that shit? You bet. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh God. Bet. Okay. Yeah, that dude. We've been saying that south since the nineties, man. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's dirty south. Okay. This guy. What's wrong with that? My point. Is, <laughs> okay. My my point is is the dungeon was closed back when Danny Christinger was born. Well, I guess the uh, the, <laughs> the slang has just crawled its way up to uh, is, the is northwest. That it? You know. Yeah. I guess that is what it's short for. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. Yeah, we've been saying bet. Yeah, I remember. You know, we. I've okay, never, so this I've is never a, once heard you say that. Well, and that's, I've known you for eight years. Right, and that's you know, I people don't understand the slang up here, right? So we used to. So my brother and I, growing up down south, we gave everybody dabs, right? You give somebody a dab when you get when you see him. It's like that's where you make a fist. You hit the top of their fist with your fist, the bottom of the fist with your fist, and then you knuckle it up, right? That's dabs, yeah, right? We did that back in. But yeah. what do y'all call it? We heard it called pound. Uh, pound it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when I first moved up here, Curtis, uh, big shout out, Curtis. Uh, yeah, he uh, we'd call it dabs back then. He, he goes, he saw Andy and I do it, and so you know we just do it. And Curtis is like, "Oh, give me a pound," and I'm like, "What did you say to me?" He's like, yeah, "Give I me guess, a pound," I and guess, he sticks his fist out, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh." Yeah, I, I guess, guess I get that, what you're saying, but yeah, like, I guess I've is, never heard that, is, that before. Yeah, we would say pound. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's that movie. You never saw Out of Sight yet. Did you see that movie up? I don't think George I Clooney. No, I don't. That's not familiar. There was a scene in the prison. Whatever. I'm not going to give away any of the movie here. But Don Cheadle's talking to okay. fuck. What is that actor's name? Uh, he was the uh, he was the agent on the Scout. He was a voice on The Simpsons too. Alfred Brooks. I want to say uh, is his name. I might be wrong. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> He's like literally Don Cheadle's like, yeah, man. Uh, like he's like saying hi to him, and he's like reaching out for a high five. And Don Cheadle's guy's like, make a. F-. He's like, well, I don't know how to do it. He's like, make a fist, man. Make a fist. <laughs> and then you know, white guys like, oh, well. right, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta find out because that movie came out in like ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven around that. I gotta find out exactly what the hell he called it. I might have seen that. I mean, I've, it's a good movie, but yeah. I'm just trying to say because that that obviously was a. That was obviously playing to a certain generational, right, right, uh, yeah. definitely a racial gap there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, dabs. Now yeah, dabs. Dab. Dab, now, that, now that just means fucking smoking, smoking. hash oil now. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is some other shit. As, as an accomplished stoner as I am, I'm just like, my God, you kids in your fucking Tamagotchis and your dabs. Yeah. 
I've you know I've I've tried smoking dabs one time. Oh, it's and funny. It, well, no, and it just it just made me feel like I was doing a harder drug than I really wanted to do, <laughs> and it did not make me feel good. Just the, from the psychological the, side of the it, just the straight up, just like the uh, the uh, American excess of it, just like oh yeah, let's take something as innocent as weed and make it like a fucking right hot metal oiled transaction where it literally looks like you're doing some crazier shit. So yeah. I dig this. Imagine the plight of the fucking, the non-hip parent that busts their kid doing a dab. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like seeing them heat up a fucking hot piece of glass and shit and like with the, see, I don't even know how to really do it because I've never really done it. I've, you know, right. but like, you know, it's one thing like, you know, my parents, the, the blind eye that they knowingly or unknowingly took while I was being a stupid stoner, growing my hair out, wearing right, like yeah. Zeppelin t-shirts and shit, fooling no one. <laughs> but, you know, could you imagine if you're, you know, you're, you're the, the parent that, you know, I'm going to paint with a broad brush with people, with people I don't even know, but characters of, you know, the person who thinks the kiss night and Satan service and, you know, the yeah, prudish right. religious mom, uh-huh, uh-huh. the religious single mother catches her stoner son who used to play acoustic is now playing electric doing a dab you know it's not a joint and it's not you know bag of fucking flowers she finds in his pants she finds a little vial of like shit that looks like you know meth or whatever right yeah hilarious well it's it's interesting because in a way this is like weed is now finding the the progression of like what coke was right so cocaine you know started from a coca leaf and people like in tribes and stuff like that where it grew naturally would chew the coca leaf to get energy right and then eventually they started to like cook it down and not yeah, they I but mean, people did right yeah, i mean there's so, a difference like, between you know chewing on some fucking leaves in the andes versus you know sitting there and stamping on it and then cooking under a bunch of chemicals and enriching it but, with gasoline and shit but if you think about it this is exactly what dabs are kind of doing right they're they're extracting it down to a more pure form and that's what cocaine does right it extracts it down to a more pure form of what that coca leaf was and so like in a way like this is just a natural progression of what humans do with things that they tend to get fucked up on they try to concentrate it down to the most thing that they isn't that really all i mean on. obviously you and i are ex-drugs but isn't that really all hard alcohol was too it was distilling totally. it. exactly like, oh, let's get it stronger right yeah you know for someone like me it's like well let's you know yep so One and like, a half ounce can get us there. Let's go. Right. So we're just on par with what we do. We just try to find the most pure way to get fucked up on something. Huzzah. I'm actually I'm actually amazed though. There has to be there has to be a new new form of education with this. And the I new in yeah, the new so. in the new challenges facing facing these gener like Yeah. Because there's, like, I mean, shit. There's shit I've never when heard I, when of I, well, no, well, there's shit that yeah, you, uh, you and I are, quote-unquote, in the scene, and there's shit I'm not even keyed into. But, I mean, like I said, the one who thinks the Kiss album is night and Satan service and shit, where does that person go from a joint to butane hash oil? Yeah. <laughs> Conversely, also, yeah. because that person doesn't know shit, it'd probably be pretty <clears throat> easy to get away with all the other ways to get high without using butane hash oil. Right. You know, just gummies, you know, not even looking at the package, you know, it's like, well, even, I mean, look at, uh, hide in plain sight. Right. Yeah. There you go, kids. uh, Robin. Oh, maybe that's what we should, uh, we'll definitely have, we'll definitely have what, how to not get caught episode. (laughs) We have one of those. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Exactly. (laughs) How to not get caught. (laughs) But how to not get caught. I mean, we're going to give ideas of how to not get caught from the nineties. I hopefully parents that grew up when we grew up are smart enough to catch that shit with their fucking kids. That's a good point. I was thinking about this. (laughs) So funny. I was thinking about this. 
two days ago. And now the new newfangled parenting thing yeah. is whatever the fuck you're doing, send a selfie. Yeah, we talked about that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah like totally. fuck, what do I do there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I can't a, do that. It's a whole other. Gonna show my mom realm. how fucked up I am, yeah. and all how <laughs> fucked up they are, because I can't even imagine like what those photos would look like. No, man, we got to take it again, dude. Tony, Tony in the back. Of course, I got a friend named Tony in this hypothetical. Yeah, of course, everybody's got Tony. <laughs> Tony looks, Tony. Tony's making a face. I guys, seriously, I gotta send this to my mom. Don't look fucked up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think he looks fucked up. Do you think she's gonna think he's fucked up? Like. Oh man. Yeah. I'm just gonna send. It. I'm, just, I'm. I sent it. I would just have. Like I a, sent it. A bank of random pictures. Just, just like oh, well, a file. I, well, I told my... you about the. Uh, yeah, we I... talked about this on the cell phone episode. I think. What the the broken down car thing and taking a photo of your broken down car. Oh, no, I don't think you told me that. Well, this is fucking... I haven't had to do this. Well, no, if you ever have a flat tire, take a fucking photo of that. Okay. And then you will have that. You will have that excuse. You will have that excuse. So if you ever need an excuse, you can be like, ah. Like, I mean, I I dealt with a flat tire on my old car, but I never took a photo of it. I just dealt with it. Take a photo of it. Yeah. And then you will have that. Yeah. Because you will have a photo. But then you're a fibber. If you're using it when you when you don't need to. Yeah, or you could just be like me. You could just never be late to shit. And then when you are, just be like, yeah, I'm fucking late. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. I'd rather, much rather the honesty than the... Uh, yeah, I usually do that. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. you're not a fibber. I know. You're, I mean, if anything, you're brutally honest. It's unfortunate. The fantasy Robin is like way shittier person. Takes photos of his flat tires yeah. and lie to people about why he wasn't on time. Well, while you're uh, drinking, what is that? Is that a classic Pepsi or is that a flavored Pepsi? It's flavored Pepsi. Is it really banana? Like it. Mango. It's not very mango. good. Not very. Yeah. I had to try it. The cashier uh, was like, "I'm like, she's like, did, watch did this." You... She was like, she was old too, and she's like, "I was, uh, I was kind of like, what the fuck, too? That's why I'm buying." Yeah. And then I could tell she was like, didn't want to pursue any more than questioning. Like, like, well, she was like, "Oh, this is clearly a flavored one," and then yeah. I was like, "Yeah, hey, that's what I thought, so I bought it," and then. Like, I was clear, like, she was like, yeah, I wanted to just say that, and I didn't want to fucking hear you yeah. say anything back to me, <laughs> little fucker. That'll be four, whatever. Oh, I, wow. Reading her mind there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Agnes is just giving you the fucking business back in her back of her head, huh? Uh, did you could've... try the uh, Did you try the Pepsi Peeps combo? Did you see that? They did that for, uh, for Easter? They did a pep, a Peeps flavored Pepsi? No, but I wish I did. Fuck. I'm, I'm sure there's cases out there still. I, I think that was probably one of the more disgusting things that I've heard. Well, Pepsi Blue of. is coming back out. Oh, man. Do you remember that? That was like 2005, 2006. Oh, no, I it remember was Pepsi blue. Clear. It was blue. I don't remember the blue. It was terrible, but yeah. that's coming back out. So Does it taste like an AMF? Oh, God. I haven't had an AMF in years. It's just a big, it's a big bottle of blue carousel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. it's funny it's like can you make an name well i don't have blue it's like i could do this it won't be blue though it'll be the exact same drink <laughs> but not blue won't be blue though. yeah sorry i understand if that's a deal breaker yep that was always my thing when i was bartending and people would come up and ask for these outlandish fucking drinks i'm like what color is it look like, it's purple i'm like okay i'll make you a purple fucking drink there you go. Are you happy now there you Shambord. go Shambord. exactly put a little shambor in that bad boy grape knee high there you are what was the other one that was great? That uh, was... Do, you, do you know what the generic the generic Chambord is called? Uh, this is good. I this do because I've used it. I used it at Diamond Knot. God, what was the name of that shit? I'll it's escaping a, me. It's got I'll a little. Ex- it's got a, It's got a cross on it. I'll accept two answers. Mm. Well, I can accept... I can see it, but I can't remember it. Raspberry Frambois. <laughs> yep. Man. Monarch 
Frambois, I yep. think is what it's called. Monarch, yep, totally. Man. <laughs> Raspberry Frambois. Yeah. I think but, Frambois. So you had mentioned, uh, you mentioned Soto Pop, right? Yeah, Pop. Pop. So Pop is like a northern, right? North. I want to say like Pop was like a California thing. I always, I always called it Soda and shit growing up. Yeah. I, I never liked the, of course me, I'm always trying to be a dick about things. I hated people calling it Pop growing up. See, we called it, everything was called coke yeah i hear down south it's like yeah. literally coke was like, like you would go to a restaurant like what would you like to drink i'll have a coke and they're like what flavor sprite you know like coke is yeah. just a generic term for soda uh, but i didn't hear pop until we went up north we have family like i said i was born in detroit so we go up to uh, up, up north get some fago yeah, right, right yeah right yeah that's some good shit up there yeah. but they would call everything pop what kind of pop you know, like some pop and then with that midwest accent you know it's all kind of yeah it was cute yeah but uh but the pop and i was just always man this is kind of rubbed me the wrong way of like pop Nah, I don't like that. But up here, yeah, they, they call it soda up here. But Coke, man. Because everything, I mean, shit, man. They're, I think soda in general in the South is just running rampant on motherfuckers, man. Just people just can't put it down, just killing people. Uh, it's nasty shit. Uh, this has got to be, this has got to be a fucking regional one. What's that? And I, this one, I only uh, I only heard one person say it, and I've said it to other people, and they never heard it. And I think you've heard me say it was the word ganka. Ganka, yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> and it's only because I worked with one guy who used to say ganka. that. And the funniest thing is his name was Alan, nice guy, but Alan. The context on which he brought that up was he was talking about this Mormon kid. All right. He goes, "Oh, he's a bad Mormon man. He drinks like ganka pop." I'm not even kidding you. That is. Fucking Ganka, huh? or he said Ganka. He may have said Ganka soda. I think he yeah. said pop though. So this is like a double whammy. Yeah, here. it is, man. Just but yeah, because I guess Mormons can't drink refined sugar and caffeine or whatever. That's right. Yeah. So that was the whole even thing. though they're big investors in Coca Cola. So so that was well okay. You know, well the only thing that matters is the color green. Exactly. Um, but. Yeah, Ganka. Ganka, yeah. Which I guess is a, you know, as I've, people are like, what the fuck? So I've had to explain that to, I guess it's a, you know, meaning a modifier for an adjective for a lot or, you know. A, okay, yeah. But yeah, no, I guess that one never took off. Ganka. Wow. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one yeah. at all. Yeah. That sounds like, so, okay, that's funny. Sounds almost fucking made up. Right, so that's what I was about to say. So yeah, my buddy maybe Drew. Maybe I should fucking find out about Alan see right, if he exactly. made that shit up. So, yeah, Alan's making some Ganka up, right? Uh-huh. So my buddy Drew and I, <clears throat> he was a, a business partner of mine back in the day and a close, close friend. We uh, we decided Cookie. to try to uh, <laughs> we decided to uh, try to make up our own words just to see if people would catch on and just see what you know see what kind of just yeah. kind of fun we could have. So uh, we uh, we started using the word cup as like a, an adjective for something good. That's straight up on the cup, dog. Y'all, they cup job, you know. That sounds people, fun. Yeah, no. And it started to kind of catch on. And we had to be like, okay, no, stop. We just made that up. You're, yeah, you're, that you, sucks. No, we're not doing this. No. Sorry. No. We're not going to let this no, happen. No. I don't like that no. at all. No. It went off for like two weeks. And then finally I Drew it. and I, I were like. I liked it, but I couldn't imagine if it started off as a joke. And then someone who you. Joke. As you actually, someone you actually like respect starts doing something like, no, no, I can't. I can't yeah, watch this exactly. happen. Yeah, we're like, no, shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> it's no, a cup-ass job. Yeah. Oh, oh. Y'all fucking cut, man. Good for oh. you, man. Yeah. That's fucking lame. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, that was like that was the whole purpose. We're like, what's it the dumbest word? Convincing. What's it sounded, the dumbest it word that we can convincing that when you did was like, oh, that's tight. Yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah, cup it up. Cup that shit down. Cup it up. Cup it up. Shit. 
So did y'all say dog up in this uh, in the north? Dog, yeah. yeah was... well, I still say dog. Yeah. All right. All right. In fact, I get I get mocked at work for saying dog okay. all the time. Yeah. And it was funny. And I go, uh, I was actually with my old boss. And I go, hey, you know, I go, it's only human to emulate greatness or some shit. Oh, That's what I said yeah, when there they you started. go. I, like I was that. saying, what's up, dog? You dog? You know, they said that back, uh-huh. and I'm just going, ah, you know, you guys are the ones that are fucking talking like me at the end of the day. And he goes, yeah, it has nothing to do with us making fun of you. I'm going, huh. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, always... I was like, just a I'm like, yeah, it's it's a good point. Mm, right, yeah. but, you know, no, no hard feelings, but that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get a when I moved up here, I got a lot of uh, shit about y'all. I would say y'all a lot, you know. Yeah, that's definitely not so much yeah. here. Now yeah. I think if we went an hour anywhere east, north, south, or whatever from where we are, we'd hear more of it. Yeah. But that's definitely not. Yeah. And I, you know, I got away from it for a while and I've actually started using it again. I started using the word y'all again. And I, you know, part of it is because I, I, well, used... now you can say that it's just saying, Hey guys. Well, that's exactly what it which is. Which is the you know? fucking, you know, I, I was saying guys a lot and I was like, Hey, what's up guys? You know, oh. I had great people and agree people that way. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm just trying to be more, com- I'm not saying we shouldn't say that. Right. Cause it's, it's a generic term. Like guys, we're not trying to be. When, when that word is said, it's not saying it to just the gentleman in the room or just the guy gender. It's, well, that's clearly it's a how I mean term. it. That's what I mean. Whenever <clears throat> so, I was greeting a, greeting a large amount of people, yeah. let's just say 12 just, people, I am only talking to the men yes, in the group. I right. mean, it's, isn't that inferred through my, my language? I guess it is. Now, I, I'm yes. going to fucking say that. I'm going to say that in, in a restaurant setting. I would. <laughs> it's gonna be funny as shit. I'm, I know my audience. They're yes, gonna laugh. Yes, they're they're, yes, they're gonna do. laugh their fucking yeah, ass you do off. Know your but, but that's that's so funny because I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. Actually, I was referring to just the guys. Yeah. <laughs> how are you? Yeah. How are you? So I'm trying go, to be. How are you, ladies? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now, how are you, ladies? But now I'm just trying to be more conscious of it, and it's a good excuse for me to use the word y'all again. I like the word y'all. You know, it's cool. You know, I like it. I like the know. efficiency there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's up, y'all? But you know, so in the south, and I get in trouble with this a lot with mom, and I mumble a lot anyways in general. But um, we tend to just blur words together, you know. And so when you have the southern draw with the blurring of Nons. words, like Creole, you know, stuff like that, you know, things get a little but. They get a little muddy. They get a little jumbled, but the the essence is there. Like when my brothers and I get together, we all mumble and kind of jumble shit together, but we all know what we're talking about. Like, what y'all grubbing on, man? It's like, okay, what does that mean? It's like, you guys what do, are y'all grubbing on? What are y'all you eating? Guys you know, do do that. Yeah. So there's a lot of that that happens in the South where there's just like a blending of words, like seven words become one. And then there's a period. It's like, oh, like if you look at any Outcast album, right? The earlier Outcast albums, yeah. like a lot of their tracks are like jumbled words, like Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music, right? That's just, you know, things like that just happened down there. It's the drawl and the the coding and all the fun stuff that just kind of you know, it's together. funny now. Now, when you were, you know, rolling your blunts and shit, this yes. is nineteen ninety eight, right? Okay, rolling your blunts. I was eighteen. You're still down in Tejas. This still in Texas, yeah. Yep. So I'm trying to paint a scene paint here. A scene, I, yeah. I don't know you. Oh yeah, I don't know you. At this One for five, three for ten, man. One for five, three for ten. Oh, yeah, you're a little, you're a slightly doughier version of yourself. I was a little doughier. Okay. Yeah. You're listening to your dirty South music. I was. Yeah. Little Wayne comes on. Okay. 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 Listening to Little Wayne. All right. Did you ever think? 
20 some odd years later, that man would be presidentially pardoned. <laughs> That's a really good. No, not at all. Not one bit. Of all. No. Of the hip hop artists. No. <laughs> no, that is uh, that is a really funny point. That is a really funny point. Because he broke down south like way before he kind of broke up here. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Little Wayne was going to platinum in the south before anybody yeah. heard of him outside of the yeah. fucking Oklahoma. Sitting yeah, there no. rolling your blunts and your fucking cigarillos. No, perfectos. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So weed and down weed down in Texas was was terrible. You know, we get weed right across the border. So we get like shit here has been legit ever since. Oh I man, was born. we would get stuff in bricks that was like you get a whole ounce in the size of like a cigarette pack. Oh, Jesus. And it was all bricks, and it smelled like tied with bleach because that's how it was shipped over, and it was all stems and seeds, and so half the time it was like popping on your ass. And uh, so yeah, we it would just so we'd have to smoke <laughs> blunts to do any kind of like get any kind of feeling from the weed we got. So perfectos. Or Philly Blunts, or some kind of Philly Titan. Presidential uh, pardon, dude. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Presidential pardon. Yeah. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? But it couldn't have ended any differently. Of course, I mean, I Jesus mean, Christ. Fuck I mean, ever, fucking I, Donald I mean, Trump I has mean, got to fucking pardon know, We're not going to get into that whole thing, but like it's, it's just like... It's just what like, was he pardoned for? What the, what the hell did he do? Knows who fucking... One, was just... Now he's like doing whatever. Was it the just fuck like a preemptive want. pardon? Yeah, maybe? Just basically, like, hey man, there's gonna be something. Yeah, just give me, give me one, give me one. <laughs> I mean, but it's just like, would have been more funny if he just like pardoned like, like one of the MCs from Black Sheep, right? You know, not both of them. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear they fucking they caught uh, they caught Jam Master Jay's killer? No. Yeah, the fucking DNA. They found the guy who killed Whoa. him. Whoa. Yeah, that was wow. that was relatively recently because he got shot like almost twenty years 20 ago. Twenty years ago, yeah. Who? uh... Are they? Do they find the actual person? Don't or they know, just know that. But I th- I think they actually caught the guy. But wow. you know, much like show prep, you know, I'm not gonna fucking look that up. Wow. So they can. Uh, well, I would hope that then Tupac's killer and Biggie's killers are pretty close behind. Well, I mean, I've watched documentaries on that kind of shit, and it seems got like a, more of a cover up. They've anything. got a pretty good idea on that one. The, the, the last one I saw, and again, I think that the narrative changes a little bit, but it was that there was a couple off-duty LAPD guys that yeah. were doing security for Big. either Death Row or Suge Knight or right. one or the other and whatever. In Tupac's murder? Yeah, okay. and that was the general vibe <clears throat> there. Yeah. Was that the docu series that that came out not too long I ago? I haven't like... seen that one. I've seen a couple before yeah. that, but I mean, I mean, that was shit. I mean, we were... <laughs> around the same time those gentlemen were getting shot you were listening to lil wayne rolling those perfectos i was not yeah. even fucking kidding that is true yeah so most definitely. funny yeah that was uh that was crazy man i remember when all that went down in the dirty south yeah, dirty south so much for that regional slang i don't really have much more on that no dude dude regional slang i oh, love bruh. it man. when did bruh start coming in like that's uh bruh that's a newer oh. one for me i've been hearing bruh more now yeah Huh. Like B R U H, bruh. Yeah. I think that sounds like more of a California type thing. You know? Like a, like a surfer I, kind of surfer. This dude slang. I worked with a couple years ago was the first one I heard say, say, who used it with any kind of regularity. And he was from Cali. Yeah. Yeah, I can see bruh being like a yeah Cali kind of thing. But man, the one that gets me always is, is, is like West Coast slang, or is it really that laid back at talking? I mean, I haven't spent enough time on the East Coast, and when I did, I was so fucking young. I yeah. mean, not going over here with this sonic brain now. Yeah. Well, I've never really, uh, I've never spent much time on the East Coast, but East Coast slang is something that's very just like it's uh, not aggressive, but it's it's just 
it's I can see why West Coast slang would be been considered relaxed after hearing East Coast slang because East Coast slang is like it's it's like repetitive. It's like got a cadence to it, like a very quick cadence to it, you know. And it uh, it can be considered aggressive, and I think that's why sometimes the East Coast gets that aggressive moniker. But it's just I think it's it's just adaptive to the culture that they have over there, right? It's just fast paced, so their slang is fast paced, you know. It's interesting, you know, the farther, you know, the farther west and especially south, man, south is really slow. Like our slang is very slow. It's very drawn out. That's why there's a southern drawl to it, you know, mm. but like shit like Boston, you know, you get that, that, you know, that Boston or that, that New York slang, man. And that's crazy. Stuff, yeah. I man. spent some time in Boston a couple of years ago, but I was yeah. so fucking hammered. I don't really. You know, I mean, yeah. I think they call them like the Southies. Like, well, there's there's that, that. There's the neighborhoods and shit. But it's like <laughs> it, it was funny because I think my experience with it. Of course, I heard it when I was there. Right. Uh, but my, I think the only times in which it was kind of a thing was like you. We'd be walking down the street, you know, maybe bar hopping or whatever. Because I only spent two nights there. But it was like. I think it was only in the context of like you'd hear like a blurb from a guy at his table telling a story, and right. it was just typical fucking like typed into an IBM supercomputer like Mark Wahlberg, just like hop a hop a hop a fucking Matt Damon, you know. And it's just like, <laughs> that, like I remember that, but I don't remember like experiencing it like when I would go and order beers. Okay, and I'd be like, ah, what did I get for you? But you know, it wasn't anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. But I remember hearing that shit like walking by pubs or right. the couple walking by as he tells his girlfriend about his day and just sounding as Boston as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that was my experience with it. Yeah. But that was that's more that's more like a fucking that's not slang that's more like uh, was it dialect just or regional dialect really out there fucking is it dialect dialect kind of I don't know if that's the right ton, uh, term yeah because mm. <sighs> dialect kind of evokes in my mind a different a separate kind of language or whatever okay aren't we talking kind of more the way just people talk from yeah, a regional yeah. thing and I don't know what the term is for that yeah I don't think dialect would be the right word for it obviously you and I spend a lot of time really trying to find. Fine-tuning. Yeah, these yeah, things, totally, you know, man. God, yeah, dude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you spent some time in uh, in uh, Louisiana recently too, right? Uh, a couple years ago, three, four week? years ago. Yeah. Maybe shit. Now it's. I might need to add a couple years to these. Yeah. So let's just say I was in Boston three years ago, and I was in New Orleans five years ago. Yeah. Did but you yeah. get Did you get to experience any like Creole? Oh yeah, that's that's Ooh. a whole other fucking thing where it's like, man. okay, I don't even know what the fuck I was just agreeing to there. All right, that's a whole other breed, uh, man. That's a, you know, that's both awesome. in the bars, at the restaurants, buying shit at food carts. Yeah. Uh, just standard, just pleasantry greetings. Right. Yeah. I had no fucking, you know, just like, well, this. You know, much like anything, I mean, I haven't traveled, I haven't, I've traveled enough out of the country, but not enough and where English wasn't, you know, it's not like I spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia. So it's like, right, yeah. but my point with bringing that up is you can tell when it's friendly and when it's not. Yeah, right. Yeah. Definitely. So, so yeah. it was like, you know, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this guy was saying, but he's waving and smiling. So you just hit him back with something kind of, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck it, We're, you know, yep. Southern hospitality is something. Yeah, it is, man. It is, and I I forget about it until I go back, man. And I just I, I forget how much I love the Southern hospitality. You know? Yeah, I need to go to Texas with you. I think that's going to be the only context in which I end up kind of going to totally, Texas. Man. You know, it's not going to be like oh, you know. Actually, I think the I was going to 
Well, no, the only other context now I can think about doing is just seeing like a show, like yeah, going, going to down there, go, go to go to ACL. But I hear that's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, the the I've been to South by Southwest and ACL. No, actually, no, I never went to ACL. I, I had intended to go there when I was still living down there, but um, yeah, it's just it's it's hard, man. It's there's so many people that come in. For it's those. just and it's, it's like it's, I fucking hate that. I yeah. was you know I. Uh, a, a much smaller version of that <coughs> bumper shoot and what that does to downtown right. Seattle and how oh, much yeah. I dislike that. Yeah, it just, just shuts it down for a while. So, <laughs> I mean, tough. yeah, I don't think the scenario in which I go to Texas is unless I go down there to bullshit with your mom on some visit. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we were actually just talking about going down there for a couple of weeks. So, yeah. Austin's a great city. I would love to go back to Austin for Austin a Austin would be cool. I want to check out Austin. I want to check out San Antonio. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, the uh, even though Charles Barkley calls San Antonio a dirty little creek, he says that little dirty little creek that goes to their. <laughs> uh, Charles Barkley talks mad shit about San Antonio. Damn. Says all the women are oh, big because of the Spurs. He says, "Yeah, all the women are big in San Antonio. They breathe up all the air." Charles Barkley's got great audio on wow. San Antonio women. Wow, great audio, That's brutal man. San Antonio, oh dude, it's so great. He's like, oh. Oh, dude. Charles Barkley is fantastic on Inside the NBA. Yeah. I mean, he's de facto probably he's a, I mean, not discrediting a Hall of Fame basketball player, but he's not a very good an analyst as far as like if you're not discrediting what he has to say, but he forgets about who he's talking about, who's on, which, who's on what team, who's on, you know, like he does a lot of that shit that you shouldn't do. Right. But yeah, no, he's got some, he, he does says some funny ass shit about San Antonio. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I don't even want to repeat that shit because then uh, I'll be saying it about San Antonio. Yeah, man, San Antonio is a cool city. Yeah, but he says that. Yeah, apparently that river, the River Walk, it's a dirty, just dirty little creek. Dude, it's a beautiful river. Walk. That's what he said. I, it looked cool on TV, but yeah, no, that literally, great, man. it's so funny because it's funny you say that because I always had the idea that that was a beautiful river walk. Yeah, and for the last. Three years, Charles Barkley has just ruined San Antonio for me, like totally. Because I'm, like, oh. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Because I respect what Charles Barkley has to say, and he's been to every fucking arena in the United right, States, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. so, presumably. May I might be wrong about that, but like, definitely, definitely knows where San Antonio would rank and where River Rocks would rank in the U.S. <laughs> Probably in the world too. Yeah. But yeah, he always talks about it. Just yeah, dirty little creek down there. That's fucked up, man. Charles I wonder if the the city of San Antonio is like, dude, Charles. Well, he on, probably man. got ejected at a bunch of Spurs games and shit. Probably, I mean, Dennis yeah. Rodman had a tough time playing in San Antonio. Okay. It's a religious fucking community down there, very conservative oh. and whatnot. But that's not it. But yeah, apparently it's beautiful down there. Huh? It is. That's great, man. That's great. <laughs> Charles Barkley just fucking ruined just my shit. Opinion. Just, it, just shit it. Isn't the Alamo down in San Antonio? It is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. yeah. So I, that that's why I want to go do that. But I drove through the. I was talking to some buddy from Texas a week ago, and I I driven through the Panhandle. But that's you know what the fuck is that? Yeah. And I've gotten drunk in the dallas airport and i think i got drunk on the houston airport okay which one there's hobby and intercontinental oh maybe it was maybe it was both dallas (laughs) yeah Yeah. i uh you know one thing i found is getting drunk at uh airports um it's the same at most airports in the u.s it Uh gets very different outside of the u.s especially in Europe. 
they don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're. I mean, it's in Europe. They've uh, like drinking is part a positive part of their culture. They, they, they're just like, what are you fucking <clears throat> doing, mate? <laughs> like, right, pretty yeah. much like, hey, hey, friend. They'll talk to you as like as a friend. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Why are you pounding all of this alcohol right now? What is going on with you? Yeah, because it's a positive part of their culture. We've demonized alcohol. Oh, we, we, yeah. Like, you know, so it, it's... Well, we're it's, too ex-drunk, so I don't, I don't demonize alcohol, but I have not to... Not we not, as in me and you. We as I know, a culture. But see, I know, but, but see, I, 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 I would argue that we don't demonize alcohol enough. Oh, that's fair, actually. No, I, I can agree with that. I, I would, think on, on the surface level, we don't demonize it enough, but like behind the scenes, it's, it's, it's seen as a very taboo kind of thing. Yeah, which, you know, obviously you and I don't know shit about this. Well, we know a lot about the addiction side of it, but like the whole more you want to covet, the more you want to make it a taboo versus versus like, yeah, it's a thing. And if you drink, yeah, it can happen versus like, you know, you kind of gear up to like, oh, on your 21 run, you go out and get fucked up. And if you didn't puke, you didn't do it right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Did you puke on your 21 run? I, let's see. I probably did. I did something stupid. I think I went to the Rainbow Room down in Seattle. No, it's in uh, not the Rainbow Room. You're that's, shitting that's... me. That's where I did my 21 run. Okay, yeah, it is. You're fucking kidding me. No. You did your 21 run in there too? Totally, yeah. It wasn't called the... No, it was called the Rainbow when I was there, right on there on 45th? Yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my girlfriend at the time, Emma, took me down there and just... It was right next to the Blue Moon. You went there for your 21 just... run? Face full of shots that is into me so and funny got me all fucked up yep. yeah yeah we started at blue moon and then we went to the rainbow next door because the rainbow had liquor and the blue moon just had beer right okay yeah that, that sounds familiar so fucking funny yeah wire weird and yeah, what that i'm was, four that years was a, older than you i think right yeah you're three years older than me three years yeah what's funny <laughs> is uh that is uh that bar was uh one of lane staley's last haunts oh i remember hearing about that like that, and that's a shitty fucking was yeah. a shitty bar. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it was. I, you a, know, it was like it was it's very funny. It's very funny. Well, the Blue Moon next to it's an institution, but it's very funny that both you and I completely different paths at the time. Obviously, yeah. we're friends now, but like both are like, yeah, that's where we should do that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, that was all my girlfriend at the time. She uh, she had the whole plan, so I was just I was just along for the ride. Jesus. Happy to remember anything about the it. I rainbow. Think. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Getting hammered. Yeah, I saw um, saw a jam band there, and uh, at the at the Rainbow House, I saw Ike Willis, who was one of Frank Zappa's guitar player singers during some of his some of my favorite stuff, late seventies, early eighties Zappa yeah. and shit. So he just like was there playing a bunch of Zappa, but you know. Apparently, I, I didn't see this, but my friend said they saw him smoking crack out back. I'm like, ah, oh, that's... Oh, wow. yeah, okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, there you go. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Lively musician. I'll, I'll, well, I'll say, I'll say Ike Willis looked a little rough when he was there. Yeah. And then I saw him again at uh, another... See, another, see, there's another thing. I'm not... don't want to spread that rumor. Okay. But I'll say the next time I saw him live, he played an even shittier bar, which isn't there anymore. Remember the Fun House? I do. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So, like, you can imagine, like, the... the Digression? Yeah, well, it's just, you know, I mean, the, the scene there. I mean, there wasn't a lot of people at the show, but also right. it was, like, yeah. a fucking Tuesday night, you know? It's just, yeah. like, if it wasn't crack, it was something else that night. Right, yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. 
It's 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 tough, man. That's I mean, that's a hard road to be on, you know, in general, just being a musician and when your career starts to fade away, if you're still trying to hold on, then you know, some of those things can be kinda kind nasty on those. So I out. when you started saying that, I started immediately thinking of uh the white snake, here I go again. <laughs> and then you kept talking and I kept thinking, like, shit, man, how many of the things he sang are part of the lyrics? Well, I don't think you said any of the lyrics. <laughs> but I probably I'm, was quoting some fucking but 80s I'm not, rock ballad. I'm not a hundred percent sure because because like I was trying to pay attention to you, but I was also just in there like I'm just like singing White Snake in my head, listening to see if I could hear it. Yeah, I'm was, trying to think if I know the actual words to the verses. I think I just know this the chorus. Do, 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 here we go. Yeah, just, no, like, it's, I don't, uh, I'm trying to think if I know actually. Yeah, what is the first? It's like I don't know where I'm going. I think that's the first line. Yeah. But I know, I know that I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the pre-chorus, I've made up my mind and shit. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. it builds into that. But like, yeah. I think the last time I heard that song was I watched Hot Tub Time Machine. And, uh, and that song's on there. Yeah, that first one was fucking Fuck awesome. that first one was so really great, good, dude. Yeah. Crispin Glover like yeah. almost losing his arm like for the entire, the entire movie. movie. It's just, <laughs> I don't even remember how he loses his arm, but it's like so just like not part. It's like Yeah, it's just like after all the things he was doing, <laughs> juggling chainsaws yeah. and shit. Oh my god, yeah, that was a great movie. God, I love that one, man. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Craig uh, Craig Robertson fan. Oh, He's uh, it's funny. funny. I was actually looking for something to watch uh, to pass out to. It was either last night or the night before. And it's streaming on Amazon. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'll wait because I'm going to hang out with Adam. Uh, Dead Man on Campus is on Oh, Amazon. dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. Little Mark Paul Gosler. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love me some Mark Dude, Paul Gosler. Uh, we watched uh, Thunder Force last night. It's, I don't even uh, know what that is. It's uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Octavia oh, Spencer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking really funny, man. It's on Netflix. It's a it's a good one, man. It definitely <laughs> they did a good job with it. Could have been cheesy, could have been dumb, but they they put some good comedy in there. Huh. You got to look on your face. What are you thinking of? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! I thought of like four things there. I don't even know yeah. where. I don't even know where my brain went. I'll yeah. just I'll just try to resume. There you go. Uh, so, uh, like most of the other, the regional slang that like comes to mind off the top of my head is just kind of, I mean, things that we used to use for drugs really, you know? Yeah. I don't really, <laughs> I mean, how much of this is even now just moved its way into the vernacular? And I think it's just like, all, yeah, it just like all I, seems like it's I, just kind of normalized. I, I, I mean, I'm still, there still is regional slang. I mean, God damn in New York, there's probably <laughs> slang per borough, you know, it's, it's crazy. No, I understand that, but I, I don't know. And granted, I haven't had to work in a quote professional setting in a very long time or really if at all, but I don't know of a scenario. Cause even <laughs> For better or for worse, even when I'm in professional settings like signing documents and shit, I'm always making inappropriate jokes there too just because it's yeah. like whatever. People don't make jokes at this time, so fuck you. I'm going to. <laughs> That's kind of the way I think about it. It's all like, right. okay, just because we're all wearing suits or actually I'm okay. Let me rephrase. Just because you're wearing a suit, just because you're wearing a suit and we're in an office with a desk or whatever and we're supposed to take signing a mortgage super seriously, it's like the only one who's really out something is me here. So, like, if I'm going to make, like, I'm, I'm not inappropriate, but I also am not trying to be overly professional. Well, you said, you said earlier, you know your audience. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, 
yes to the best of your ability i mean we, we feel our audience out to oh, see where the boundaries well, yeah, are but, but i i i know for especially in you know uh, a better example would be my accountant uh <laughs> i don't know if that shit's landing i really don't think it is yeah i know he doesn't i know he doesn't dislike me being well i see my fucking my money's just as green as yours or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like a fucking client's a client right but I, I don't feel like he dreads my conversations, but I think he just knows it's going to have a certain kind of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck, man, okay. <laughs> All right, well, shit. Uh, what you been up to? You know, it's kind yeah. of more along those lines. I mean, it's just... So you're not making jokes just for the shock of the person to see what their reaction is. You're just... That's part of your personality is just to make jokes about life. Well, just to make jokes and stuff, but it's also yeah. like I'm not going to... I guess it's, I've always been one to use colorful language, but yeah. it's like, yes, you have. I don't really shy away from that regardless of the setting, unless it's like, okay, you know, like, and again, now, now also think about this and I'm not to puff out my chest or whatever, but like at 37 or whatever, it's like, what's a scenario in which something I'm going to, you know, with the exception of crossing a line versus saying something, you know, sexist, racist or whatever, right, right, you know, yeah. those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why we don't do this live, so I understand that. <laughs> but, like, what's a scenario in which the repercussions are going to be so bad? You know, me yeah. making, like, like, oh, shouldn't have made that joke about that seagull shitting on that windshield. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you make that joke and that person doesn't find it funny and then scolds you for swearing or whatever. It's like, okay, so that's the worst scenario right, that can yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> like, so, so it's like... Well, that's like me being a, me getting upset if somebody's offended by one of my tattoos. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't really care. I'm not like that's, I have like that's, that's a something different. That's a little different. Well, it's it's a choice that you're... Yeah, I've, I've made a choice to use colorful language, right? And I do yeah. curse a lot. Fuck shit, damn. Like, I like to curse. It's just... If my dad was a truck driver, it's something yeah. that's, that's in my nature. I try to play to my audience, but sometimes it slips out. Like, I'm around... My kids are around somebody else's kids. My kids are used to it. But if I'm around somebody else's kids, you know, every once in a while, drop yeah. a fuck or something like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. but So that's the- actually the only example right there is we found a scenario in which it's like, okay, that's one that would actually bother me or that would actually have some repercussions. I'm like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have been talking about shouldn't have been talking about eight balls in front of their seven-year-old kid. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, but even then, I think even... Because that, that happens. That's actually the only modern example I can think of me just going, okay, Robin, shut the fuck up. Right. But even then, they're like, dude, it's fine. Just, but in just a way- like, one, <clears throat> like, right. the kid's now older. Like, that was the, that right, was right. the one time it's like, hey, dude, you could have, that, that shit's fine, but, like, the kid now can start to, like, figure that out. Because yeah. you were over here a year and a half ago making the same jokes, <laughs> which is fine. But they're like, the kid's not fucking, the kids are getting older. Like, yeah. we all feel the same. I mean, our backs and shit hurt. Well, not you, because my body, your body, your temple. I mean, my body, oh, whatever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the scenario in which it's like, okay, I mean, that's mis- and that's not even misreading the room. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of times the parents are just like, oh, man, if I could just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes i mean yeah i mean especially as parents man we we can't but, not but, curse in front but, of our but kids that, sometimes, but that's the whole thing that's though, our that, but that's the whole thing though is like i mean what's a scenario now i mean we always used to my mom for better or for worse uh fought a she would probably say a losing battle trying to instill etiquette etiquette into both her husband and both of her two young or two of her kids or two yeah. of her kids and i definitely know how to do all of that shit um 
definitely know when to turn it off and on. And I think she succeeded in that, but I think she would think it's a dismal failure when she hears her son just say, fuck, fuckity fuck, <laughs> you know, to describe a uh, croissant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think in a way too, though, uh, I think cursing has become a little bit more uh, accepted, you know, and not looked down upon as much well, as it used to. Okay, so so with that as growing up, you didn't want to swear and whatnot, you don't want to offend. Right. You, you, you were... Or at least I'll speak for myself. I was worried about the repercussions of so and so's parents or this authority figure or this authority figure. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I've I respect my bosses and I definitely know the hierarchy there and whatnot. But it's like, there's, you know, what I'm saying about this whole like fear of like you know learn your audience. Yeah, but it's like okay, like a lot of that shit that I kind of grew up on. Like you got to mind your p's and q's. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Probably don't tweet that. That's one thing I've learned. <laughs> I, I only have a Facebook and I don't really do that shit. But a lot of these people are getting in trouble by tweeting and putting out videos saying shit. Mm-hmm. I don't do any of that yeah. minus this. And following things. that impulse. But, yeah. you know, this whole like worry about what you say, mind what you do. It's like, uh, it doesn't really fucking matter. I mean, I'm always going to have a boss. So I'm always going to, at the end of the day, have to worry about that. I don't think uh, so. When in that in that term for me, like mind what you say and, and what you do, things like that, like that that's a very generic and bland term. I think the more thing, I think the thing that I would like to try to get across is just be conscious of what you are saying and what you're doing. Like if you're do like be know why you said what you said, right? Don't let things just come out of your mouth all willy-nilly. Like, have the reasoning why you said what you said and why you can back it up you know, and have that conscious understanding of why you've done what you've done. And that will help like, help you be honest with well, what you are trying you, to say. You and I have touched on this before, and you've talked to me about, you know, don't 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 use your truths as swords yeah. or something to that effect. Yeah, totally, and it's yeah. like, you know, I, I mean... And see, that's a slippery slope because if we're going to, you know, we're going to get as we are want to do. And in reality, I think it's probably good that we get some of this actually recorded because it's kind of eventually where this shit should eventually go. But this is the conversation of, uh, God damn it, I got, I fucking forgot what I was going to say. Use your truth as a sword. Yeah, okay, so I, I, for better or for worse, I'm very blunt in the way in which I speak. And mm-hmm. I don't really make... I, I, you know, for, for, for better, for worse, I've embraced that aspect. And I don't think this podcast definitely hasn't taught me to shy away from it. Let's oh, be honest. Totally. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I, you know, am any more so for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, like right. I'm turning on a specific no, thing. No, this is or, you who you are. But, 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 you know, I definitely don't shy away from mm-hmm. it. So, you know, most people are raised to say you shouldn't fucking talk and act this way. And I've been doing it for 37 years. I've been doing it for 30 years, let's just say. Yeah, okay. And, you know, there was that guy who punched me out at the bar. I know he didn't agree with it. And there's been a couple close calls before that. But it's just like, isn't that the point? Like, shouldn't you fucking not? I mean, I, I think we put way too much weight into this shit. To what shit? What are you trying to say? Well, I don't even know. I'm doing a real bad job of fucking explaining my original thought that I forgot I was making. Are you trying to say that if you have a very poignant opinion on somebody else's life and the way that they're living it, you shouldn't share it with them? Well, I, I think, okay, yeah, so this is, you know, fuck. Because I can, I can 
Well, no, find no. reasons why. Well, no, I can, no, I can, no. I can devil's I mean, advocate this. It's 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 more along the lines of I feel that a lot of times shit because of our fear for people of not wanting to hurt their feelings, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. We don't. Ha- we have. We have been conditioned not to say things that need to be. Yes, maybe we should not be assholes about the way in which we address this shit. But mm-hmm. it's like, okay, our our attempts at not being an asshole is in many ways taking the meat and potatoes out of whatever the fuck you've tried to address. Mm-hmm. So in many ways, your attempts at being super nice and not fucking be a dick about something that needs to be addressed is not actually going to get anything addressed because we're too scared to fucking hurt someone's feelings or whatnot. I can agree with that. You know. um, But there are strategic and tactical ways to nicely bring up things that you wish to bring up about, especially about somebody else. No, not at all. You there. So we think about constructive criticism and feedback as sometimes being negative things. And what we also have to realize is the person that's giving the feedback and that's giving the constructive criticism, we are coming from our own place. We do not understand what that person is going through and why they've done what they've, they're doing, right? They are the only one that has the chemical understanding in their brains of why they've done what they've done. They've had to make decisions that we will never understand. They've had to go through things that we will never know, right? We can have an opinion on somebody else's life, and we can share that with them, and they can choose to accept it or not, but that's up to them, right? Sometimes their lesson is not ours to teach, and we have to let go of that, and if you can't let go of that, then you got to understand where your issue is and why your ego has to hold on to telling somebody else why they're doing something wrong. We. Well, yeah, you know, I just, I, you know, I'm, and I'm not saying you as a you, you, you. Well, no, no, I'm well, saying no, no. as in general. Well, well, no, you know, it, it's no, and 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 so I think just to kind of to to wrap this up back into just a, a point to to close with is, you know, yes, there are. I think I think you you are very very right in the sense that we have a tendency as a culture to shy away from being. um maybe brutally honest with sometimes some people sometimes you know with with <laughs> things that we feel that we need to share with them yeah i mean you don't need to be a dick about it and yeah, I, exactly. I, I i in general and i think anyone who you know works with me or has worked with me say i probably usually kind of be a dick about it yeah. i have a tendency to do that yeah. but at the same time i think i've also seen the flip side approach where it's just like even the even if we're going to put that on a spectrum and let's just say a, a 100 being asshole zero being a soft peep right and let's say being a dick is 65, mm-hmm. right? Like if we understand this spectrum. Okay. The flip side with 35 going the other way, I don't find is nearly as effective, just based on my own professional experience. Right. Well, you I, know, do you, am I doing a good job explaining I, that? The I, other I, end of the spectrum? I do. Because there's, 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 the inverse relation is, right. okay, there's 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 going to be someone else with a different approach. Right. And the, the opposite approach, the exact opposite, the inverse of me. Right. And I find that the inverse of my approach of being a dick, the inverse of that, the flip, the flip, the flip side of the coin, way less effective. Well. Based on 20 years of data. I well, and then that's that's your approach, right? Yeah. And so I've had a very counter approach to that, where I was more soft with that, you know. But I think what I found the difference between the two is just the follow up. Yeah. You can't just drop something on somebody, whether it's nice or not, whether it's you know yeah, kind, whatever it is. That's, but that's, you yeah. just got to follow back up and 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 see if the the advice or the task or whatever was talked about was was taken. Yeah taking a heart, you know, and if there needs to be anything that that comes from that. So, um, 
But I do think that there is a, you know, you can try a soft approach and work your way into a harder approach if needed and not just start with, hey, fucker, do this and, and don't fucking ask any questions. Not saying that's your approach, but, you know, I'm saying, you know, there, there's... It's a paraphrased approach. <laughs> usually, I say usually, for a guy who never shuts up, I, I'm not that efficient. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, like with parenting, you know. It's like we want our kids to ask questions and it'll be, be explorative and do all this stuff. And, like, you can do anything you want. And then your kid's like, hey, go through that phase of, why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? Why is fire fuck, hot? And you're like, man, fucking shut annoying up. annoying as fuck. But at the same time, like, it might be annoying, but if we don't answer their questions to the best of our abilities, and try to give them some kind of answers. We're basically telling them to shut the fuck up and don't explore your options and don't ask questions and don't be creative and don't try to find answers because when you do, you piss off the the adults and we tell you to shut up and go turn on your fucking tablet, right? So, like, we're counterintuitive parenting the way that we are just trying to, like, speak to our children. So I think in general, like, it's just being conscious of what you talk about and how, how you just show up. And we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes, you know, but the more conscious we are and the more present we are in the moments of the conversations we're having and we're actually listening to the person that's talking to us and we're understanding and digesting their content and not just holding on to a comment that we really want to say whenever we have the point to counter instead of listening to their entire comment we're just holding on to one sentence that they said so we can counter it then you know we we start to isn't that what most people do we have a tendency to, but we, if we are present in the moment, we can have a moment to listen to their entire statement that they have to say, and then have a moment to respond instead of just being like, Oh, the first thing you said, I don't agree with. So I'm going to hold on to a retort that I just said, even though you might counter your own point throughout the uh, the rather five minutes conversation that you're having, but I've already just tied myself to the first thing you said, because I think you're ignorant. And now I have a response and I'm waiting for my chance to give you a response. And that just that that doesn't give anybody an opportunity to be fully heard or fully listened to. Well, like uh, uh, the uh, characters on Fight Club that go to the support group hearing yeah, meetings man. because yeah. they actually listen. Totally, man. Mon and I did this thing called Sidewalk Talk for a little while, and it was just we would set up uh, we would yeah. set up uh, chairs in like fuck, you know, Seward Park or something, fuck, and just like man. you talk, we listen, and Holy we would just sit there shit. and just listen to people talk. Oh, people just need to be heard sometimes. Fuck. You know, unbiased opinion. Oh man, I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I've seen the uh, the fucking memes guy who's got the card table. It's like blah blah blah. Change my mind. Change my mind. Totally. It's like fucking good. <laughs> oh man, good yeah, stuff. Fuck. Well, as per usual, off topic. We tangent all over the goddamn place. We edited out a bunch of stuff. So sounds like a success. Oh, dude, to me. I had Arnold Palmer fruit snacks. Oh, I didn't know they had Arnold Palmer fruit snacks. Yeah, so uh, and second time his name's coming in. Danny, I was golfing with him. Mm-hmm. He brought everyone Arnold Palmer fruit snacks. A couple of them, they were like gummies, but a couple of them were like Arnold Palmer flavored. Then there were a couple of like mango or whatever the That's fuck. That's funny. Yeah, Arnold Palmer fruit snacks. <laughs> Tea and lemonade, huh? Yeah, that's a delicious drink. Yeah, I do like Arnold Palmer. What's the one with vodka in it? It's uh, John Daly. John Daly. Yeah, that fucking guy loved to drink put it down (laughs) all right well we will see you next time have a good one